Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Gary, is it working? Can I speak to them now? Am I... Yes, hello, 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 is anyone out there? My great-grandson, Gary, who's a very posh, uh, feminine boy, has equipped my study with a long, uh, metallic, uh, microphone-ish type of thing. It's, uh, from what I'm told, it's like a Victrola, but in reverse, so that I may con- con- contribute to uh, the pardings, the casts with the men, or the sweaty men, which today consists, from what I've been told, of only two men. I believe they were having uh, the classic bare-chested uh, wrestling match, and two of our fearless uh, competitors did not make it. Uh, Gregory fell down the well, and Mr. Dickio is in the trunk of uh, my estate. So, But we do have the boy, Daniel Wong, and we do have Mr. Sharman the Pieman, who I love to have my finger in some of those pies. Uh, so, gentlemen, are you there, and can you hear me? Yes, Nigel, we can hear you. Hello? Yeah. Hello. Yes, Nigel. Yes, yes, Nigel. Yes. And goodbye, Nigel. Can you hear me? Am I speaking correctly, <laughs> sir? Oh, me as I, I, I must excuse myself. Gary, another sherry. Gary and sherry. I've got this. I've got this image of Beach being like taped to a chair in in Nigel's basement. You know, just duct tape, and all sorts of awful things happening to him. Uh, like a James Bond, one of those it James depends, Bonds. It depends on what your definition of awful is. <laughs> well, I'll see each next week when we see him again. Although he might actually, he might show up today um, at some point, he said. But the fact of the matter is, Beach and Craig cannot make it today. So it's going to be a condensed version, a very short version of the podcast today. We're back with it next week. And we've got some really big news coming pretty soon, right, Wonder? Um, yeah, uh, we've we've made some deals while we've been going through this COVID, and they all seem fairly positive. Uh, we brought Nigel Nigelson on. Uh, he'll be coming on full time at great expense. 
Uh, well, absolutely. I mean, there's got to be a uh, underground. Negotiations were quite difficult, but I tell you, once we cracked open that 1946 vintage bottle of, you know what I like, Sherry, it didn't take too much convincing or lubrication, shall we say. Yeah, when I say great expense, um, it didn't cost us a cent to get Nigel, but things were, were done to appease him and to bring him on each week. Things that shall be mentioned again. I didn't hear you. What'd you say? Did I cut out there? Someone cut out. Someone cut out. I was saying that, uh, despite me saying that, you know, we brought Nigel abroad at great expense, it wasn't really great expense because no money was involved in the deal, but things were done to appease his demands and desires, shall we say. But uh, yeah, Nigel's here. And and some other stuff too, some of which I guess we can mention now, right, Wanger? Yeah, I think we could tease it a little bit, and it's not yeah. even a tease the way you and I talk about where horrible <laughs> gossips and don't keep anything hidden. Um, but we've decided to rebrand with the help of yeah. our listeners. Yeah, yeah. Last week we asked a question: um, Should we rename ourselves from Footy Prime to the Footy Garage or Footy Garage, depending where you're from? And uh, the response is overwhelming. Like we had like three or four emails. <laughs> <laughs> saying, yeah, you should do that. So uh, pretty soon we're going to rebrand and tie it to the Footy Garage, which, uh, you know, generally speaking, we actually record in a garage. Um, we'll be going mobile as well as the weeks and months unfolding as all these damn restrictions end as well. And I see hope there. I see some light there at the end of the tunnel. But uh, the Footy Garage, where everyone's welcome to come and join us, and that's kind of the whole feel you want to get. You know, yes, we're a bunch of, you know, sport heads, um, you know, probably drink too much on a Thursday evening and smoke too much. But uh, we, we want to welcome and invite all you, the listeners, into our garage to discuss all things football and wherever else the hell we go. So that's the first thing. But I, think, I think it will work pretty well. There's a lot of possibilities with the footy garage. It's not quite as, I don't know, corporate. Footy Prime is great, don't get me wrong, but that's the kind of thing that, you know, Sportsnet or TSN might put together. <laughs> you're absolutely right you're absolutely right and i think that's i i wanted it to be corporate because of the three professionals i work with <laughs> and i wanted it to work for your brands and then as i got to know you guys better realized quickly it should be garage from the beginning <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's nothing from about us nothing whatsoever nothing nothing <laughs> Now, the other news I suppose we can mention now is uh, we're going to bring a good friend of the show aboard on more of a full-time basis. Brendan Dunlop will be joining us on the Footy Garage very shortly as well. Right now, he's in Calgary somewhere, isn't he? His yeah, he said he was in far more, Yeah, his missus is far more successful than he'll ever be. And uh, he basically follows her around the country as she rakes in the millions and millions of dollars or whatever it is. It is actresses make these days. Anyway, uh, so, so Dunlop will be aboard as our wooden boy, all-time wooden boy, which he's in, I think he's very good at, actually. He, he enjoys that abuse. Yeah, and even more than that, he uh, he fills out the bench. You know, we we only have one person on the bench, and that's Nigel, and I think he'll sit well with Nigel right beside him. Oh, I think he'll the two- sit well on my lap. But I must, I must, I'm sorry, I must interject and say what a wonderful uh, addition to the, to the, the team. Uh, one, because 
Uh, he's the only one of you whom I have been able to catch when I started to run and chase because it seems his feet are made of concrete. And so on one more than one occasion, I have been able to catch him, roll around a bit. Cheerio. <laughs> Lovely. Mmm, Dunlop. Uh, I'm, I'm actually uh, texting Dunlop right now saying, by the way, we're going to announce that you're coming aboard today. In a short part today, um, we're going to drop, one second, drop the news that you are joining us. And as you can tell, uh, cool. Brendan is much more digital savvy than <laughs> James Sharman, who announced that over a podcast while he was actually typing it out. <laughs> it's how we roll, man. <laughs> so we've got the we've got the rebrand. That's number one, Footy Garage. We've got Brendan Dunlop joining us. And the third thing that we have happening, which is a great thing, is we're joining a large podcast network that will be pushing us out to I'm not going to name who they are, but they're actually going to help us become an international brand. Uh, instead of just a Canadian brand, we are still the number one Canadian produced podcast in uh, our nation. And but these guys will help us become international, which is kind of the hope. Yeah, I'm, I'm not entirely sure they've actually listened to us yet because Jesus, would you? Would you sign us up? <laughs> Well, when when you when you promote us with you'll you'll come out dumber for listening to this, or, <laughs> well, or thinking you won't talk, learn much. We, we, we were talking uh, off, off, off before the show today, and you're saying hey, you're talking to this this new company you're going to work with, and saying, yeah, you know, we can we can brand it with the Canada's number one soccer podcast, right? And I thought, oh, wait, we should just brand ourselves. We are not the worst soccer podcast, <laughs> right? We're not in last place. We're we're eightieth. No, you know what? So we could do that. I mean, it would it would stay in line with how you promote us. You'd be consistent, charms. I know you're I know you're cringy because one guy, if you don't know, has got a background. Like he's a promo guy, right? In in, in network television, right? Started way back when, so he must cringe when we talk this way because it's not the way you were brought up. <laughs> well, the other thing is too. I was the youngest of three boys, and my mother would always tell me. If no one's, if you, you don't brag for yourself, no one else will. So it's kind of inherent in me to be self, to always do the self-deprecated brag. But I think you've got that down pat, Charms, which you is. You know what, I've been that my whole life too. I know, you know, I, I, I've always had real difficulty championing myself. I'm much more comfortable ripping myself, always have. I can't stand those pontiffs coming out saying, you know, oh, we're the best, I'm the best. Oh, I see it every day on freaking Twitter. People we know just saying how wonderful I'm retweeting accolades from other people, you know, be it viewers or listeners or fans. Like, don't do that, you twat. Don't retweet that kind of stuff. Retweet yes. the hate. That's what keep, people want to see. Keep the twats away. <laughs> but I have thing. to say, the 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 people who follow us on the Twitter between our, you know, you have about 20,000 Twitter follower charms. Craig has about the same amount as you. And Danny has the same amount. I've got a huge number, which is like, I think, 200. 
Um, yeah, Footy Prime has about thirteen hundred, but between uh, Nigel, we're gonna set up his Twitter his Twitter feed. I'm sure it's gonna blow up. I had um, uh, I had a bout of the Twitter in back in the 1970s, and I had to have something removed, but uh, it grew back. <laughs> Nigel, that that's that's not Twitter. Tell me what it is, boy. <laughs> But I, I was about to say the people who follow us, they are very self-deprecating too, and yeah, yeah. Uh, they they have a good sense of humor. And I was not expecting that, at, like to have that resonate and have that self-deprecation even in our followers. So anyone following us, please start bragging about us because we need the help. If you could just see Nigel's background right now and his this, this, uh, <laughs> Google Meek or. It's so offensive. What? <laughs> I, I don't understand. This is a picture of my basement where I invite the neighborhood children and hardworking gentlemen to come and take take the day and enjoy the, the warm baths in the basement. Oh, uh, God. But yeah, you're right. Our, our listeners are self-deprecating, and they are generally the kind of people that I think we would like to welcome into the garage to have a beer. Um, today, for example, my, my team, Liverpool, lost, right? As the most people listening know, we're doing this on Thursday. Lost to Chelsea 1-0 and some great tweets from fans of Liverpool coming my way. The consensus is it's down to the shirt. Since they went to the Nike shirt, they've just fallen off the, the, the face of the earth. What, what were they before? That. What were they before? What was the shirt they were, before? They were Umbro? Um, New Balance. Oh, it was an NB. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a big court case. Um, Nike basically... I think they, they went to court to get out of the New Balance deal earlier so Nike could take over some, I think it's a record shirt deal in the Premier League. Crazy so money. Great looking do they shirt, have, by the way. Do they have the, um, you know how leagues have league sponsorships? So I remember the NFL has, I think it's Nike shirts right now. Mm-hmm. Is it a team-oriented shirt? Like the yeah, team, team makes the deal? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Each teams, uh, you know, they can do their own individual deal with the shirts. So the, the big boys get the big brands for the big money. And I mean, generally speaking, you're in the Premier League, you're getting a good sponsor, right? But uh, there's been a couple of, you know, not, not to rip Kappa or, you know, Admiral, some of these other smaller brands. Um, they, they've made it, they're, they're, you know, their images known over the past. But generally speaking, it's Addy, it's Puma, it's Nike. Um, yeah. A large, a large chunk of my fortune was was got uh, with the, the 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 making of garments overseas, uh, which is where I de- developed my mm. penchant for uh, these bathhouse attendees. <laughs> That's the reason. That's the reason. So inappropriate, isn't it? That's why I love doing this podcast, though, because we could never do this stuff. In our previous existences, my God, the smallest little word he used that was considered borderline to be shut down for. Did now we did can anyone ever? And- so we have to tell a story. Um, we had Jeff and I, Jeff Cole and I, and Matt Dean Pettit have a radio show that's a live sports show on Saga Nine Sixty in Mississauga, in outside of Toronto. Um, we do it like I said, live from our bubble. And we had Craig Forrest on. And part of our rundown that we always have a get to know you 
and it's done in a rapid fire way. So, you know, favorite friends character, uh, color of your toothbrush, all fun stuff. I asked Craig, what was your worst job? And he goes, well, I didn't really have a worst job. And I said, well, worst job <laughs> in soccer. And he goes, oh, that's right. When I, when I was, you know, uh, being an apprentice and I had to clean the shitter, he said, on the radio. <laughs> oh, did he really? Oh, oh yeah. Uh -oh. And, <laughs> and Matt and I both went, oh, you mean the Matt goes the pooper and I repeat the pooper. And it, I don't know if it, like people might have to be listening to complain to the CRTC. Like it doesn't get, but literally one of our friends just said shitter on, you know, GTA radio. So thanks Craig. That was last week. Uh, boy Craig. And that's what Craig's not on today. He's been barred from anything to do with uh, you two for the next uh, week or so. Perhaps, perhaps, you know, <laughs> and he's, he's good for something. But maybe live radio isn't what he's good for anymore. <laughs> you know, I got uh, I was once complained against to the CRTC. Ooh. Yeah. And, and this guy accused me of being racist. And what it was. Which you are. I had, oh, clearly. But clearly, only to the I, Amish. I am. Only to the yeah. Amish and the Mennonites. That's the freaking Amish. So what? <laughs> God. No, but so I was this this guy, this idiot, accused me of basically I was I was criticizing the Italian national football team for diving, right? At the time, they had some really high profile divers. They did. I can't argue it. Many clubs, many teams did, but they did as well. So I was quite, you know, vocal about it on air. And this guy complained to the CRTC saying I was being racist. And our lawyers had to explain to obviously the CRTC who realized it wasn't the case. Firstly, it's not racism. <laughs> All right. If anything, it's xenophobia. All right. There's a difference there. Uh, but criticizing uh, diving on the football pitch does not constitute racism and does not uh, should not result in any kind of a hearing. So that's the closest I got to being canned courtesy to CRTC, who generally speaking do a shit awful job. Were you called to the mat via the Rogers brass? Uh, it wasn't Rogers. That was back at the score. Oh, were you called to the mat with the levies at? You know, not, at the not, score. Not, not the levies. No, I was I was called into my boss's office, and he just he was laughing, saying, "This is ridiculous." By the way, we know it is. Don't worry. But just so you know, this is what's happened. And uh, they did get tape of the, the actual episode, and you know, and our lawyers just laughed at it and said, "Come on, this guy." Were, were you scared at all? No, no, oh. not at all. I mean, it was just it was, when when they said, you know, some guy accused you of racism. I was like, "Well, what did I say?" Without you know, did I say something without realizing it? And then this comes up, and it was like, "No, come on." Some people out there just uh, are so sensitive. Damn snowflakes, right, Nigel? I'm sorry, I I am in the south of 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 Africa when 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 the snow arrives. I choose not to stay in the cold weather, uh, so I don't know of snowflakes that you speak of. But I must say, I do remember another video that I have of of you, and it's a. Uh, Quite, I have no complaints there. <laughs> I'll say it's uh, something. It's a uh, my my wife. My wife is a wonderful woman. She's very, um, very accommodating. Yes, quite. Her name is Sherry. <laughs> she died in '84. 
May she rest in peace underneath the the house. <laughs> May she rest in pieces. <laughs> we did it well. The box was rather small. We had to make do. <laughs> uh, hey, oh, look who's just showed up. Luke. Incredible. Into the it's garage. And that is a handsome picture. Are you gonna are you gonna speak, Danny? Hello, gentlemen. Can you hear me? Yeah, you sound great. Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, yeah. So, so the picture that each has as his avatar is uh, is obviously the official corporate MLSC TFC picture. It's it's uh, he looks more like Roy Keane. He's got the grey in the beard, which proves you are freaking dying it. By the way, Jesus Christ, when was that taken? That was taken in nineteen eighty six. You look like a bit like if if they change that uh, jersey to a Star Trek uniform, you could be a, a captain on the USS, uh, I don't know, the Discovery, one of the second tier ships. Possibly. Maybe with a Spock is as well. Yeah. You could have been like a Vulcan. <laughs> How you guys doing anyway? Right, wishing, wishing my my team crash and burn further down the table, Beach. You know, at this point, we'll be lucky to be in the Europa League. Yeah, they looked they looked poor again today, Shams. They looked totally devoid of of ideas going forwards, and it's just a shame to see. I I, I don't think even Klopp can put his finger on it at the moment. He, he seems like he's just scratching his head, going, "What the does happen?" It's to amazing, me? isn't it? But they yeah. lost what five straight home games. They haven't scored a goal in open play at home. In 2021, we're in March for Christ's sakes. That's crazy for this team that scored so freely. Now, I was going to ask, you know, before we knew that you and Craig had bailed on us, but at least you made up now, Dish. Um, looking at the the injury situation, right for Liverpool, they've lost 1,032 man days to injury, which is number one by a mile in the league. Right, Palace number two, Chelsea the fewest at 279. But do you have any experiences playing for a team where? You know, the, the injury nightmare just, just took hold of the team and it's just, you couldn't buy luck if you tried. No, I, I mean, I haven't been involved with a, a team where we've had multiple injuries that have kind of affected the team and, and actual form that way. But I've I've been involved with with teams where like your star player or your star goalkeeper who's a stud has been injured for a long, long time, like a, a serious injury, and that's really affected the team. And I think that's what's kind of happened to Liverpool. Everyone kind of said Van Dijk cannot be that big of a miss at the beginning of the year. He's a centre-back, for God's sake. Like, this is Liverpool we're talking about. They won the, the league by so many points and so many goals last year. There's no way this team can be affected by one player in, in Van Dijk now. They've had numerous other injuries, I know, with with Henderson being out for a while as well, and certain other stuff. But I just, uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's it's very strange to me to say Van Dijk and obviously the other centre backs that have been missing uh, throughout this poor period that they've been through has has affected them so much. So you, you reckon that if Van Dijk was healthy and Matip and Gomez and Jota had stayed healthy and all the other injuries, had that have happened, would they? I, I don't think they'd be competing for the first place this year still. That's for the same. I mean, City have been so dominant, but they've been clearly in top four territory. That wouldn't be the issue, don't you think? I think so. I think so. But I, I think that's what Klopp expected as well, Shams. 
I think he he probably would have thought that we can compete again for the title. He probably didn't think that Man City were going to be as dominant as they were this year. But I think after probably 10 or 12 games, he saw the writing on the wall with, the, with this Man City team. So he would have thought that they could have competed in the top four for sure. But boy, I mean, it's like you look at it. Van Dijk out early doors. Allison was missing for a bit. Um, then you got Matip. You've got the other centre back, the young boy uh, Gomez. Gomez as well. And they've just kind of—I don't know—I don't know whether it's leadership on the field that's been missing. But what's really surprised me, Shams, and obviously the stats don't lie, is the attacking prowess has just gone from a lion to like. A small ginger kitten like the voice vendor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey guys, sorry, I'm I'm late. Uh, you guys doing the show right now? Oh, sorry, did I, my ears were burning. I heard about some something about me being a kitten ginger. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> yeah, hey, listen, listen, mate. You're, you're fortunate you're right now. You missed Nigel in all his glory earlier. Well, just disgusting stuff it was. Oh, yeah, he offered yeah, he yeah. offered me like thirty bucks to do something. I did it, but you know, like I I should have got more, but. <laughs> You know, it's funny, Bruce, you mentioned about that, that attack just disappearing right now, and, and Firmino's been poor all season. They brought Jota in, right, and, and he did a really good job. So it seems like Klopp did realise that perhaps they, they may be getting found out a little bit, brings in a reinforcement, and then he gets hurt. And then you'll kind of have to then, then lean on those front three again, and again, the same result. It's just not happening for them. Is that just being found out, or is it like any, any good team needs an injection of freshness every now and again? Yeah, well, we spoke about it before, Shams, that when you were on top of the league and Manchester United did it for years when they were so dominant, um, you have to keep supplementing the squad. You can't just rest on your laurels and think this this front group or this squad is going to take us for three or four seasons and be title contenders. You need not only to bring in new competition for the players that are already in, involved and starting and performing, you just you just need a different mix because, as you said, teams do find find ways to to kind of stamp out your 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 dominance in the attack, or they find out ways how to break down your unbelievable defense, which could have won you the title the previous year. And I just don't think Liverpool did that. Yes, they brought in Yota, um, who's a good player. He's just come back from injury, but again. The, the, for me, Origi is not a backup to to Firmino. I know he's, we still all rest on the, the the case of he won basically that tie against Barcelona a couple of years ago, but that still doesn't mean he should be a, a backup for Liverpool, who are the defending champions for for this year and the past year. They should have released him or sold him ages ago and gone out and got a young stellar striker to back up Firmino because as he's right Firmino I, I really like as a player I rate him as a player but he's in bad form same as Salah Salah wasn't too happy today getting brought off he hasn't been playing well as, as of late yes he scored goals this year but it just shows you that Klopp trusts Mane out of those front three the most I think with just purely because of his substitutions and people he trusts staying on the field you know we earlier today we mentioned how uh, we're bringing Dunlop aboard to the, yep. to the podcast, right? So, so you know, we've seen that this this starting starting five needs a bit of freshness. So he brought Dunlop in, but is he going to be the Origi, like the failed backup, or is he going to be the Jota, the guy that's going to replace one of us? 
I think he could be the Jota because you think so, eh? I think Dikio could go missing for large periods in the season this year. Um, and I think Dunlop could be our Jota to come in and, and really steady the ship and bang the goals needed for this group. Um, so I think he's a, a key signing for us. Well, he's got the same mobility as the young Dikio. Yes. My goal on, on Twitter today, someone posted a goal, uh, one of my goals from when I was really young at QPR against Charlton. It was a little backflip goal from across. Like, superb play. Oh, yeah? It was that superb that I didn't even remember it. <laughs> that's before the concussions, right? Yeah, that's it. Sorry, what's your <laughs> name again, guys? <laughs> Are you asking us? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm just really, right now I'm enjoying our backgrounds and this chat here. We've got Craig's got, um, uh, sorry, one that has a huge Craig head on a, on a Barcelona shirt, Craig Wishes. And, and JC's got, it's one of Dunlop's uh, glamour shots from his score days. Oh. A long time ago. He looks so young. He hasn't got gray hair yet. He hasn't got that defeated look in his eyes. He still has that zest for the business. He's got hope. Years ago now. hope that's He's got hope. hope. Yeah. Hope. He's got hope. He looks like a young Louis Figo. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Or is it David, David uh, Villa, maybe? David Villa, yeah, a little bit. Right. Villa. He's got that douchey little uh, goatee thingy. It cool yeah, little those were in at some point. Eh? What, 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 yeah, that, is it a, what is that called? Oh, I forget now. The airline strip? Yeah, it's like a flavor saver. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Brazilian. It was the Brazilian. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a bit of a Brazilian. <laughs> hey, I, you know, so I, I was, I was uh, texting earlier on in the show, as, as we all know, and uh, you replied to me, he goes, uh, sorry I couldn't join in today. Just stopped to eat in Banff after skating on Lake Louise. What a tough life he has, huh? Uh, Not big, easy. He's big time. That's why he's the big signing for us this, this spring. Huge. Season. Huge. Yeah, he could be our Fernando Torres at Chelsea, though, right? Comes yeah. with a big reputation, looks great until he hits the field. and like, oh, crap. Terrible. What happened to him? He's all burnt out. <laughs> uh, well, he's I'm... got some good strong legs. You've seen his legs, right? Him and his his backside. Like that's he's ready to do some lifting, heavy he's lifting for us. He might be a good skater, actually. He's got that low center of gravity, right? Could be a good yeah. skater. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, listen, boys. Uh, should, should we call it a day then for today's pod? It's also awkward doing these these calls, but next week we're going to be back in the garage with more news. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the future, boys. It's, it's looking bright. We might one day make a sense in this podcast. We might. Besides being sponsors in beer and microphones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we do appreciate the beer and microphones. Despite right now, you can probably tell I'm not using the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll get those picked up pretty soon. And we want to thank uh, Blue and uh, DeanBlundell.com for those mics. Right. They're just fantastic. And uh, the beer, courtesy Amsterdam, is always crisp and refreshing. And, and Brendan Dunlop's poster art that we have as a sponsorship. Yeah. Where's that Craig one, by the way? The Craig Barcelona behind you. Where's that from? Oh, that was a mock-up. I, uh, when I first started messing around with the idea of working with you guys, I thought I'd put all you, you know, Charms, Danny, and Craig's head on uh, bobbleheads. And it would be three of you guys being bobbleheads. So that's a bobblehead of... I think it was uh, Messi. Yeah, it's Barcelona, so it could be. Who was Dijon? Do you remember? Uh, I hadn't gotten that far. 
It's on a. It's just Craig. It's just Craig. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like Danny at that point yet. I didn't want to start with him. We know how you feel, Dan. <laughs> hey, Nigel, are you ready to take us out? Oh, pardon. Sorry, I was having a slight snooze. Yes, may I? Hello, Daniel. Welcome to the. So great to have you join us today. Thanks, Nigel. I must, I, I, I must say, uh, you're not moving as much as the other boys. It's just, you're very still. It's a wonderful trait that you have, the ability to stay completely still in a small hole. <laughs> Which bodes well for most men, staying still in a small hole. <laughs> Nigel, thank you, pal. You did it in style as always. Classy to the end the bitter end. All right, fellas. Thank you so much. Are we done? Or is there more coming from Nigel? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I've always got more to come. <laughs> you know, if you Listen, I need, I, I understand this poster in the back of this young 1990s crooner from a boy band. I need to go have a moment with this picture, which everyone needs to see, which we will perhaps post on our tweetings, the counters. And so everyone can see and poke fun at, at Mr. Dunlop. But I need to go have a moment with this photograph. <laughs> As you were, I'm off to have a little, another sherry and a yeah, little bit of money. You enjoy that picture. You enjoy that picture. And uh, yes, brush it off before you return it to us, please. All right. Beach, thank you, pal. Thanks for joining us. And uh, Wonga, as always, classy. JC, wherever you are, thank you. And Craig. Wherever you are, literally don't know where you are, but we'll be back next week for will it be officially the Footy Garage next week, Wonga? Uh, don't give me, don't, don't put me under some strict <laughs> timelines, fucker. Time <laughs> flash Footy Garage and Footy Picks will return next week as well. All right, thanks everyone. Cheers, bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.